Hello and welcome to another episode of SOS Creativity TV and FM. The purpose of this channel is to bring value to business owners and businesses so that you can help yourself achieve the goals and objectives that you've set in mind. Today's episode is gonna be slightly different to what you're accustomed to seeing or hearing from this channel because today's topic, I'm gonna to be discussing the announcement made by the Chancellor, Rishi Sunak. And the reason for that is because I feel every business owner should know what's going on in the economy to help you plan, pivot, adjust, and strategize as you plan on growing your business. So it's a slightly tip, a different episode from what you're accustomed to, which from a disclaimer perspective, I'm not looking at the political angle. I'm not here to debate or discuss whether you like the way things are being handled or whether you dislike the way things are being handled. Rather, the reason I'm making this content is to add value to you to so that you're making your decisions from an informed data. The, uh, the announcement was about 45 minutes to an hour, an hour and a half sort of conversation. Therefore, as busy business owners, you might not have the time to be able to digest all that information. So what I've done is I've condensed all the information. I've made four pages worth of notes. I've watched it again so that I'm going to list out the, the key points, in my opinion, what the key points are that all business owners should be aware of. So whether you agree with the points, Leave them in the comments. Whether you disagree with the points, leave them in the comments. I'm more than happy to have a healthy dis debate or discussion. However, this is not a political angle. This is not saying he's the best, he's amazing, or he's terrible. This is not that kind of topic. It's more for me to add value to you. So when you're going about your business and planning for the near future, you're doing that, making an informed decision. So with that being said, I don't want anyone coming for me. Let's jump straight into today's video. So like I mentioned, I've made four pages worth of notes. If you're watching the video, you can see those in my hands and I'm gonna cover the key points. But the way he started the announcement, he gave a few summaries and which I thought were quite important. And that's that already, they've already announced over 280 billion pounds worth of support. And there's been over 700,000 job loss since March, 2020. The economy has shrunk by 10%, which is the largest fall in over 300 years. That's very, very important to see the impact that the pandemic is having 10% shrinkage the largest in over 300 years and it's also the highest borrowing outside of wartime but what the Chancellor did was is put together a three-part plan on how we protect jobs and the livelihoods of the British people those were his words like I said this content is not to praise him or to load him it's not to say he's doing a great job or he's doing a terrible job it's more to give you the facts so when you're making your decision you're doing it from a informed position three parts are part one is to do what it takes to support the second part is to then begin fixing the public finances and finally the third part is that is to begin the rebuilding work from today so extra sort of summary that he gave before we jump into part one was that 
more than 20 million people has been vaccinated in the UK, which I believe the UK has a population of about 60 million there or thereabouts, which means about a third of the population has been vaccinated, which is a great thing because no doubt the work that the frontline workers, the NHS and everybody involved is doing to get the entire country vaccinated, that number is going to keep increasing. So. Before we jump straight into the first part, so the OBR, the Office of Budget Responsibility, they expect the economy to return to pre-COVID levels by mid-2022, which is actually six months earlier than already anticipated. So that's some potential good news there if that comes to fruition. But the three parts that the Chancellor put in place are, the first part were to extend the furlough scheme till September. What that means for business owners is that the business will start to contribute from July, August and September. So 10% in July, 20% in August and another 20% in September. As you know, the government is providing 80% of the wages through the furlough scheme, which also leads into the self-employed support. So there's gonna be extra self-employed support till September and there's gonna be a fourth grant for February to April, a fifth and final one from May onwards. What that breaks down into is that the fourth grant will get you 80% of your profits, but then the fifth one is an average of your three months profit. So how do you receive those grants? Well, if your turnover is falling 30% or more, you will receive the full 80% grant. But if your turnover is falling less than 30%, you'll only receive 30% of the grant. There was a lot of arguments when the first self-employment support came in because a lot of newly self-employed people missed out. But what has been announced is that new self-employed people, as long as you filed by the 2nd of March, 2021, you will also qualify for the fourth and the fifth grant which then totals the support for self-employed people to a total of 33 billion pounds spent supporting the self-employed. Another thing business owners should pay attention to is the national living wage is set to increase as well from April. That's gonna go up to £8.91 uh, pence, but there's going to be a lot of restart programs, things like kickstart scheme, lifetime skills guarantees to help people get better jobs. So the angle they're going for here is to upskill people. Are you happy with it? Is it a good plan? Is it a terrible plan? Like I said, more than happy to leave your comments in the comment section, but this is not a content for me to praise or dispraise what's happening. As well as that, to help businesses, the apprentice incentive is gonna be doubled to 3,000 pounds for all new hires, but there's going to be 126 million pound of new funds for traineeship. They've made a great plan in terms of, we wanna upskill people. There's so many people complaining about uh, just people getting different benefits and stuff. There should be plans in place to actually upskill people into the workforce. And the, they're saying there's gonna be 126 million pound set aside for that. Then there's gonna be other things for businesses such as restart grants, which is gonna start from April because non-essential retail are gonna start opening up. If you're a non-essential retail, you can actually qualify for up to 6,000 uh, pounds grant for your premises. If you're in the hospitality and leisure center, because 
whether you want to argue the toss or not, it's clear to see that that industry is probably the one that's been affected the most. So they're getting a grant of up to £18,000, which means £5 billion of new grants in addition to the already to the 20 billion pound already provided so there's going to be a total of 25 billion pounds cash support for businesses if you're in the art culture sporting institute there's going to be 700 million pound provided for people in that industry and then as part of the part one of doing whatever it takes, helping businesses go through it, there's gonna be some new recovery loan schemes. Those ones are meant to replace the bounce back loans, the C-bills, if you know or don't know about those products, those were some of the loans that the government backed during the first uh, initiation of the government supporting businesses. So as those phase out, there's gonna be some new recovery loans kickstarting where the government is going to be providing the guarantee for 80% of whatever's lent and you can apply from £25,000 to £10 million in loan which will end in December 2021. In addition to everything else, the business rates holiday is going to continue till the end of June, which means two thirds discount subsequently for nine months. So the first sort of three months as subside, but they're carrying that over for the remaining nine months of the, the business rate sort of year. And that equates to two million pounds for the businesses that have been closed, which equates to six billion pounds tax cuts for all businesses. So those are the business rates that you have to pay when you own premises, they're keeping that holiday. In addition, the 5% VAT is extending again for six more months. So 30th of September is, that's when that's gonna wrap up. So especially for the hospitality business, I previously talked about how they've been affected. So the government's looking at extending that for, uh, for another six months. After that six months subsides, rather than it going straight back to the 20%, it's gonna to go to 12.5% VAT for another six months before back to 20% in April, 2022. That brings another total tax cut of five billion pounds. So for the property side of things, if you're in the property space, you may or may not know this, that the 500,000 nil rate is being extended again they extended it till end of March, but they've now extended that even further to the 30th of June, which means you don't have to pay any sort of tax for properties within that threshold. Then uh, properties 250, it's gonna become 250,000 pounds till the end of September before you're going back to the normal levels of 125,000 pounds from the 1st of October. So those are the stamp duty costs. But in addition to that, to keep the economy thriving, especially in the property space, which has been really, really busy in the pandemic, the government are gonna be backing lenders that can offer a 5% deposit, so a 95% LTV mortgages for people looking to buy their new homes. So to summarize all the things that were said for part one, there's additional 65 billion pounds measures over 2021 and 2022. The total COVID support package for 21 and 22 totals 352 billion pounds, but the total fiscal support package for 21 and 22 equates to 407 billion pounds. 
355 billion pounds have been borrowed in 2021, which equates to 17% of the national income. So if you think about it, you make £100,000 a year, you've borrowed £17,000. That's the equation of that borrowing for 2021, £355 billion. But then there's forecasted borrowing for 2022 of another £234 billion, which equates to 10.3% of the GDP before it starts falling to 4.5%. In 2223, 3.5% in 23-24, 2.9% in 2425, 2.8% in 25-26. But it's a case of things get worse before it gets better. So they're saying the debt is gonna rise from 88.8% .8 of GDP in 2021 right up to 93.8% in 2022. And it's gonna peak at 97.1% in 23-24 before it starts dwindling down to 97%, 96.8% in the last two years. So if you think about it this way, there are 64 billion people in the UK. That's providing a GDP of 2.5 trillion pounds. But we're in debt for 2.1 trillion pounds which means we are extremely leveraged. So like I said, things are gonna get worse before it starts getting better. That's the way I'm understanding the numbers and data that's been uh, proposed there. So part two, like I mentioned, there were three parts to his announcement. The first one is doing what it takes. So we've just looked at what exactly, quote unquote, it takes. Then part two is to begin fixing. So how exactly are they planning on fixing uh, the economy? Well. One of the ways they're looking at it is instead of increasing income tax, because when you're in debt as a country, one of the most preferred ways of paying back the debt is through taxes or cut, making cuts. So instead of increasing the tax, in, increasing the taxes, they've actually planned to freeze the taxes, which means uh, they've increased it slightly, but it's very minimal. The 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 first threshold is 12,500, that's going to go up to 12,570, but that's going to be frozen right up to April 2026. Then the second threshold is going to be 50,270, that's going to also be frozen till 2026, which means when inflation goes up and things become expensive, there is nothing that can be done about it because those benchmarks are being frozen. And then inheritance tax, pension, capital gains, all these other taxes are gonna remain as well till 2026. The VAT threshold, which means when you're a business doing 85,000 pounds and above, you need to start adding VAT. That's gonna remain at that benchmark of 85 till 2022, which totals over 100 billion pounds support for businesses. But corporation tax, like I mentioned, you've gotta start paying it back some way and one of the plans is to increase corporation tax from April 2023 to 25%. So the corporation tax is currently at 19%. It's gonna be going up to 25%. However, that's still the lowest corporation tax. So the business tax is still the lowest amongst the G7 countries. Those are the seven sort of quote unquote best countries in the world. Um, they're saying even at 25%, we're still the lowest. What that means though, is if your 
profit is £50,000 or less, it's going to remain at the 19%, which by the way is 70% of all companies in the UK. If it's £50,000 or more, then it's going to taper down, which means it's going to gradually, uh, it's going to gradually sort of go up or down depending on what level you're in and right up to 250,000 profit plus, which is where you're going to be paying that 25%, which accounts for 10% of all businesses. So for the most part, if you put it in perspective, most businesses are not going to be affected when the corporation tax increases. And to complement the corporation tax going up, businesses can actually carry back their losses of up to two million pounds for free years and if you're in the financial sort of space banking especially there's an additional sort of eight percent surcharge that you have to pay on top of your corporation tax they're also making plans to reduce this so that covers part two because it summarized and said what are the solutions well one you can leave it for someone else to deal with which is a case of that's not my problem we're not going down that route you can find savings from public spending which is looking at ways to make a lot of cuts so you can pay back some of those debts we're not going down that route not immediately anyway and then the third one is you can increase tax like i mentioned before one of the preferred ways is usually to increase tax but we're not doing that immediately we're going to gradually bring it in so they're going at it from a pro business standpoint because when businesses are doing well the economy tends to be doing well by by default it's a rule of thumb because you're employing more people you're growing the local communities are, in, are increasing so that's the angle they're going with it like it hate it leave your comments in the comment section i'm not here to tell you it's the best way or the right way i'm only here to provide the data so when you're planning you're doing it from a great place so the final part of the chancellor's announcement part three which was from today we begin the rebuilding work is looking to invest 12 billion pounds in spring there's a total of 40 billion pound planned but 12 billion of that is going to be invested in spring for the uk infrastructure bank in leeds to finance the green industrial revolution so they're going along the paths of net zero the green uh, sort of well activities which follows on from a couple of years announcement of all the different grants and different funds that they're going to make available to company investing in renewable energy looking at things like battery powered uh, solutions and so on and so forth so in addition to that there's going to be a lot of uh, there's going to be an offshore wind uh, which is they're going to create new port infrastructure in Teesside and Humberside one of the things that I saw came out from this is there's quite a lot of investment in the northern part of the UK so northwest northeast sort of Yorkshire sort of area in the northern part of the UK Leeds was mentioned quite a bit Teesside was mentioned quite a bit Humberside so they're looking to really regenerate the north if you will there's also a new group created to help transition to net zero so like i said all the renewable energy all the the climate change activities they're looking at investing quite heavily into that but in addition to all the other stuff with businesses there's a help to grow scheme which looks at helping people in management digital those two are going to start in autumn meaning businesses who wants to invest in their people invest in the the well people who want to progress in their career and invest in things like digital marketing and digital technologies invest in management areas there's going to be some activities available for them 
and in addition to all of those stuff there's going to be some visa reforms based at increasing highly skilled migrants so you think about it as a country as a company your people almost determine how successful you can be as a company therefore as a country it's almost the same that's why uh, the people want to go to the best countries to facilitate their growth so uk are looking at visa reforms to help attract a lot of good talent into the country and they're going to be looking at some point-based visa to attract the best science research and tech talent because innovation and all of that kind of stuff will help stimulate the economy to make it grow that's why the visa reforms are coming in place they're also going to have more flexibility to pension funds so that you they can use that to if you will innovate invest and help regenerate the economy so there's going to be some activities moving there and finally there's going to be eight locations with free ports to help boost international trades now that we're out of eu we can pretty much do as pleased to a certain degree of course so one of the ways they're looking at stimulating the economy especially from the international trade is by allocating eight different locations with free ports that way when you're importing and exporting you can reduce some of your cost there so like i said this content that you either watch or listen to today is slightly different from what we what we do i'd love to hear your thoughts do you think which part of the um, announcement do you think is a great idea which part do you think is irrelevant which part do you think is definitely the terrible thing feel free to have your opinion in the comment section like I said this video is not for me to tell you what's right and what's wrong rather it's for me to give you the facts and as business owners you can use that information to help you manage plan strategize and hopefully grow your business my name is Stephen from SOS creativity if you have any personal question for me Connect with me on Twitter at Stephen Saladimi and I will get back to you. Till next week, if you haven't already subscribed, please do so and bye for now.